0: all right welcome to the lost boy scouts podcast
1: i'm tyler and i'm danny thanks for joining us for episode seven yeah good to see everybody it's uh it's been quite a week we've had a lot of good a lot of good up and downs and um quickly well re- uh, just to recap recap the week uh tyler and i ran that uh trail series the park city trail series over the weekend and First, my first 5K. I've never done anything like that before. Yeah, we set uh, a, a a pace that we wanted, yeah. kind of smashed that out of the water. Yeah, and then felt it for the next couple of days. <laughs> my feet still kind of hurt.
0: Right. Uh, I yeah. Congratulations on your first race. By the thank way, thank you. It's, yeah. it's fun. I could tell competitive Danny comes out. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. a Couple of
0: hills. I was chasing you up. I was like, whoa, Danny's turning it on.
1: <laughs> I was telling Misty today. I was like, in my mind, I was like, well. I've never done it before. I got there. I was a little antsy, not that bad. And then once it started, we were both: where should we go? Should we go to the front? Should we go to the second wave? And then we settled on the third wave. Yeah. And I realized quickly that we probably should have been like you thought. Yeah. Further ahead because second wave. We were trying to catch everybody. And
0: well, it's it's hard at first, right? Because you're on a a trail, right? right? And you kind of gotta you got to separate people a little bit and it's make your way through. And right. the trail conditions because of all the snow were already pretty rough. Right.
1: So. And they told us that they said there's going to be some ruts out there. So I thought about that. But as we started going, we were trying to navigate ourselves. And then we got into a pretty good clip Yeah. and I was looking down and I was like, man, we're going really fast. And our goal was, or, or I told you my goal would like to be under 30 minutes. Yeah and we had rarely gotten even close to 30 on our uh training runs and so as we were going tyler kept saying man we are doing really good on our pace and we ended up uh just under just shy of 30 minutes we did both of us and um i think we were in the top 100 of competitors i think
0: yeah I, i think we both were um you know and we hit our under 30 minute goal so yeah. good for us you got to push yourself to do hard things for sure it, it does say a lot like the right vibe you get around the vibe like yeah you know we weren't running 30 minute training <laughs> training sessions our training sessions i think were a lot harder but yeah. we got around the vibe of everybody else and it uh
1: yeah it was fun it was it was a good experience for myself i don't think so we have two uh races left of our series there's a 10k and then a half marathon, I think is what, what they call yeah. it, a half marathon. Yeah. And, uh, both Tyler and I were saying, we're, we're still going to have a goal, but not to be sore the way that i right. was i was right. so sore
0: i wanted to you and you can't get tattooed next time i wanted to sit in the the canal after
1: yeah oh yeah we couldn't sit in the canal because i had gotten tattooed yeah
0: and i ran off to open mat because we had a big open mat
1: yeah down in that the, day uh, that's right you went down there and, I, yeah. and so i trained on sunday and it was a really good training and monday i was so wrecked yeah and then tuesday i think i felt even worse and then starting to feel better now. And I feel like we'll, we'll still get back to training and yeah. get back to running. Um, and so, yeah, we have like, um, we have that coming up. We have our competition on July 8th. So Tyler and I will be, uh, doing grappling industries with our team, yep. a bunch of guys from the park city Academy, July 8th. And, um, I think we're, we're both, uh, gearing up for that because we're going to have to run, um, Different because they run on Saturday and we compete yeah. on Saturday and we both decided that we're just going to compete, probably do like a virtual run. And yeah, nothing
0: compares to the last competition I did as far as soreness. I remember. And yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, you just, it was an interesting, uh, it was, it's it, competition is a, is an interesting thing. And, and that's kind of where I had gone to Tyler and about this next episode, because as, uh, you guys knew that we're listening and the train with us, um, I was, helping my younger son get ready for worlds and competition brings out a lot of uh, a, a lot of different feelings, a lot of different emotions for myself because um, I've helped both my kids train for some very high level grappling um, competitions. Yeah. My younger or my older boy, he tried out for the world team. He went to the world team trials. Um, I, I, I coached him in that and then Tristan with this last one. And it brings out a lot of emotions for me because, there's two different dads that they got. Right. And I told Tyler that, um, it's interesting for me because I grew up without my dad. And so we, we talked about like where you go as a father, how you grow as a father, you know, and, and Tristan didn't get to his goal. Um, he wasn't able to make the weight, So we had to, Cancel the trip and that in itself brought so much emotions and so look yeah I called Tyler <laughs> I
0: would I was I would imagine and, and I've been in similar situations with my son but like as a father you know you can ex, you can you can exercise so much external discipline right, right? and and you can give as much as that child needs but ultimately it's got to come back to the internal discipline right And, and, and where is the line, right? Like, so the
1: concept of father today's episode is the father, the father. Yeah. I always, uh, I, I tell my kids, um, you love hanging out with your dad. You love being around your dad. You do not want to see your father. Yeah, Your father is the guy that's going to be the disciplinarian. He's going to be the one that you're not going to really get along with that much because he has to be this stoic figure that has to instill certain characteristics that are required of, of our children right through our, through our, through our own.
0: Right. And there's, 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 there's one, we're going to go through several different kind of archetypes of fathers, right. Kind of when we think about daddy, yeah, that's the infant stage of, of, of child, you know, raising your children. Uh, father is always the disciplinarian. Always. Um, you know, there's dad, you know, yeah. dad is kind of like, Hey, he's the guy you can trust. You can go get information from kind of the safe, solid figure. You, right. can. you know, and so you, you have to play these different roles and these different, uh, the different narratives, each, each title of father yeah. kind of brings with you. And it's interesting too, because if you look at it from, uh, a, you know, a religious perspective, you have the concept of the father, which is always the disciplinarian, right? Right the the priest is the father, or right. the father is this omnipotent person we don't really understand, uh, but we know uh, that all we do is disappoint him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and you wonder like if your kids think that isn't a is it an attainable level yeah is it an attainable level because um my my boys. Um, They both call me, you know, my older son calls me dad and Tristan always calls me pops and he's like calls me pop and my pop is this and I always um, Find that interesting because my dad called his dad pop.
0: Yeah,
1: and in turn I call my dad pop even though um, We don't have a father-son relationship. My dad and I don't really have a father-son relationship because um, He was there for a a good portion of my youth till till I was about 10 years old and then he was gone and we, we almost didn't talk for about 10, 10 years. We didn't, we didn't speak to each other. And it was an interesting thing to, as a youth to know, is that an attainable, is it attainable? Do you want to be, um, like your, your father? Do you want to be like your dad? Cause, uh, there, there were, there were per, parts of my dad that I didn't want to be like yeah. at all you
0: know? Yeah yeah I think that's it. that's the, that's the interesting inter, intertwining of the father son relationship right Um I came across this cool quote from Frederick Nietzsche um it, it says what is silent in the father speaks in the son and is often found in the son the unveiled secret of the father Yeah it's kind of heady right <laughs> yes, from, from German <laughs> yeah. Nietzsche I've always I was always a fan because I felt like uh you know if you know who Nietzsche is you would like you you seem super su- pseudo intellectual, yeah, right. right? Yeah, for sure.
1: Sometimes somebody's ask you, you're like, oh, oh, I know, I read that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that is that's like, you know, what do we pass down to our son? Mm-hmm. What is we? What do we as sons? What do we see? What what do, what do we in, what do we inherit from our our fathers? There is kind of this shadow that we we inherit, whether we realize it or not um, that, that we inherit from our father fathers. Yeah. Sometimes it's the, we have the father, when we talk about the father archetypes, right? We, you know, we grew up in, in a, in a, in, in a world where, you know, we, we no longer really saw the father go, go to work in the field. We didn't see him. We didn't see the, the fruit of his labor. Right. We knew that he worked right. And, and we knew he provided for the family, but we were at home, you know, consuming this instant gratification life. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so we have a lot we need to kind of reconcile. And and sometimes what we saw of our father was was, you know, maybe some of the negatives. Right. Um, the, the darkness, the shadows, his anger. Right. And and what that does is it leaves an imprint on us. It does. And 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 our, our goal as as fathers and as men is is to become better than the the previous version. Right. Right. It's funny how your dad is probably the only person when you get better than him, that's, that's cheering for
1: you. (laughs) Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. And you, you always hear that. You always like hope that your own children attain a better or a higher level than you. Yeah. And in return, you want to attain a higher level than your parents, especially your dad, especially your father. Um, But what usually happens, I believe, is like, we put, we put our dads on this pedestal, Mm -hmm. right? We put them on this like level because we think they're, they're never supposed to make mistakes. They're never there. There's guys that go to work every day. They do the right thing. And yeah. when they make mistakes, we almost hold them to this like level of frustration in myself. Like I'd get frustrated because my dad would make these mistakes. And I would think, what, why would you, why would you do that? Why, why would you make these mistakes? But in all reality, he's just another human. He's just another oh, yeah. man that makes mistakes. Right? We expect our own children to give us breaks, to cut yeah. us slacks, right? Like, Hey man sorry about that. I should have done that. Apologize to you. And um, it's an interesting thing. That's an, an interesting dynamic because of um, this lack of father, dad in, in my own eyes, but he was there. He was there. He had certain characteristics that he put into me. And there's times when I'm like, man, I sound just like my dad. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's interesting
0: because I, as I've kind of done some of my own work you know, kind of building my own emotional intelligence, I've had to really revisit the relationship with father. Right. Right. Like, you know, there are these archetypes of fathers, right? There's the alcoholic father that's violent and that can leave an imprint on a child. That's, that's very negative. Right. Right. There's the, the father that's so perfect that, you know, he makes all the money he provides for the family. He's just this icon in the community. How do I live up to that image father? Right. Right. So, um, you know, and then there's the father that, that is just, maybe he he goes to work, he plops down on the sofa and mom makes all the decisions, right? The passive father, sure. right? And so what do we, what do we, what are we learning from our fathers? What do we integrate from our fathers? What work do we need to go back and look at to, 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 and, and sit with and, and, and think, you know, do the work to actually say, what did my father leave me? What did his anger look like? Mm-hmm. How does his anger show up in in my relationship with my children? Right. You know how was his? You know what were his relationship with finances? How did he treat women? Yeah. Um, we have to sit down and look at where we got some of this stuff, and sure. a lot of that does come from the father. Right. Right. And like you said, we we put a lot of times we put the fathers on on the pedestal. Right. Uh, I like you have you know my relationship with my father was very much a wave. Um. It had highs and it had lows. I, my parents split when I was fairly young, and so a lot of the narrative that I heard about my father was what my mother would, just, sure. you know, stories my mother would tell. Right. And I don't know that she necessarily had a correct or, or good or 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 you know, she had her experience, right. right? And and she imparted upon me her experience. And what I saw from my father was very different um, than what what I experienced was very different, right? Um, and so what I've had to go back and do is kind of do this kind of reconciliation, right? Look at like, you know, exactly. Look exactly. What does my anger look like?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Where did that come from? And you, and you, as you go in and you start to, cause some people may, man, they, they may not even, uh, resonate with you and I, because they had such a great experience with their dad mm-hmm. that they may be like, man, I'm so lucky. That I had that that I had this relationship with my dad because I believe like the relationship with your father needs to be a, a strong a strong relationship a mm-hmm. strong and you need to have strong core values from your dad even though my dad was not around, I believe he still has strong values mm-hmm. that his family generationally passed on which subsequently passed on to me right. um, say my, my parents uh, they divorced pretty early in my life. And then my dad was gone. Mm-hmm. He was just gone. He was just not there, um, which had its own um, effects on me, my, me and in my relationship with um, with with people. Because I was angry. I was very sure. angry right away. Right. Um, but as you grow and as you look back and you think about these things and you look at your core values, you look at the things that are passed on to you. You you got them from somewhere, yeah. right? And you do the work. You put in the time. And you realize that most of these things come genetically, mm-hmm. some genetic code, whatever was passed from your your grandpa to yeah. your dad. Yeah. It's a genetic code, right? And so that's how I look at it. And then we make small adjustments, small tweaks to our own children. Right. And uh, we have this, um, I, I tell my kids all the time, like, you have two different dads. Yeah, And it's not true. I mean, like it's, it's the way that I, I say it because, um, I had Braxton when I was 18. So right out of high school, we had him and I had no idea. Right. I was in such a searching place of myself. Yeah. I had no idea how to raise.
0: You couldn't give what you didn't have. Oh
1: man. And I was terrified that I was going to be like my dad. Yeah. In all reality, I was a lot like my dad, um, You can't, you can't prevent it. Yeah. Like you you can't, there's like a, there's a a, a
0: nature to it. Right. And it's not a bad thing. Right. We can learn via negative, via negativa in, in kind of in the, the areas of seeing, Hey, my, maybe my dad had this habit and I don't want that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. But we still are, we, we still are, we absorb so much from those formative years of of them raising us that it's inevitable that we are going to pick up those traits. Right. Right. But how do we reconcile? Because I think one of the natural aspects of a son is to rebel. Right. To rebel against the father. Yeah. Right. And you and you have to. It I think it's it's part of a, a rite of passage to rebel against your father, find your own way. And then eventually I think you you circle back.
1: Yeah. You complete the circle. <laughs>
0: you complete the circle.
1: <laughs> Professor said that the other day in uh jujitsu. He was talking about completing the circle. He was talking about a judo throw. And it kind of resonated with me with life um, because everything does circle back. Mm-hmm. Everything comes back to a point that you started and you, you kind of go on your own travel. Like you're talking about, like back in the day, we talked about this, the first episode, um, sons used to go on their own. Like if you were native American, you went on your own walkabout, or yeah. you went on your own walkabout, you went with other men who taught you these, these, these qualities of, of the tribe or whatever they thought. And your father entrusted them, but then you would circle back. And you would come back to your dad and hopefully you learn these great traits and these great things that your dad could just now um, help like solidify and okay. to help refine these things. And it was interesting to me, like to be able to circle back and, and think about like those things. Because you do, you do, you do rebel against your father. You do 100%. Yeah.
0: And you, you, I mean, you have to, I think it's in our nature to kind of challenge what he has taught you because again i think it, naturally we as as humans we're, we're curious sure. right and we have to figure things out on our own to an extent right we 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 know once we know this we once we've experienced a hot stove or we see somebody <laughs> experience a hot so we don't necessarily have to do that but yeah. that requires a certain level of emotional uh maturity sure which we don't always have especially in our you know teenage years yeah right when, when we really start to rebel when we right. really start to see, and, and it's interesting because we live in the society we now, we now do, we're no longer hunter gatherer right. or, um, uh, consumerist, right? Like we don't have, yeah. we don't have those rights of passage, right. right? We don't see our fathers, you know, cobbling shoes. We don't see our dad working in the field. We don't see our dad laying bricks or being a, a blacksmith. Right. Um, you know, a lot of dads do intellectual work, right? And, and that doesn't necessarily deval. I don't mean to devalue it, but it's, I think it's important for us to see our, our fathers as sons, see our fathers doing that work. I think one of the greatest, you know, gifts my father gave me, um, he was a very hard worker, right? He was, uh, you know, painted houses his whole life and he worked really, really hard. And I'm sure that wasn't something he was incredibly passionate about, but he was good at it. Um, he had it down to a science and, uh you know he he worked hard at it and he provided he provided for a family right. a family and the, you know if, if, to a level that is kind of the requirement you know to be a father is you have to provide right um you know but i i also remember some you know his his anger being very <laughs> you know being very volatile at yeah times, yeah right like i remember um i took his truck for a little joy ride one <laughs> one uh one summer's eve while no. he was out of town uh and he drove this beautiful uh Ford F350 yeah, you know lifted oh, on, man. on 37s and of course um you know my buddy my buddy got his 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 truck stuck oh man <laughs> and uh I was like I know how we can get it out um my dad was a painter he he carried tons of paint on in the back of his truck and my teenage brain didn't even think you know I just fired that baby up but you go. could you could follow the paint trail from when the paint <laughs> oh, fell over man, the back that's awesome. to where we went all the way back to uh, to your house, right into the driveway. Oh wow! And I just remember, you know, he tanned my hide. Yeah, good, he was up. not happy. He was not happy. Yeah. Um. You know, because it was it was it was a it, it to, and to me it was fun, sure. but to him it was business, right? Sure. It was work. It was lost profits in the paint. And I yeah. just as a teenager, I just didn't I didn't see it. I just saw a pretty badass truck. I wanted to,
1: to drive. <laughs> and you it. met your father. Yeah. Yeah. He tuned you up. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that, that's, uh, that's so funny. Cause, uh, you know, and, and I'm sure your dad has like his own version of that story of, oh, sure. of what he felt he needed to teach you a lesson on, because could you imagine if it was somebody else's truck or something else happened or, or let's say like something worse had happened, you know, like exactly. I think about that, like too, cause my, my dad, he, he definitely had a temper, but he was like a, a leader. Mm-hmm. He, in his, uh, in his job, he was, uh, in the military, he was 20 plus years in the military. Right. Mm-hmm. And his dad military, they all were very, they were military driven. He would take us to the, uh, to his barracks. Cause he was a drill sergeant and he would, uh, have us come to work with him. And I remember seeing him and thinking, man, what a man, he, he could control a room. And I think I have that that ability to from myself. Like, I think I can control it. Yeah. And so of course you do. I, I had to get it from somewhere. Right. Like, yeah. And so he did pass on some, some good qualities. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I definitely never got disciplined by my dad because he just wasn't there, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and so I had to learn the hard way. My mom, she, she did a good job, but I also had a lot of very strong men around me. Yeah. So like that idea that, um, I had my grandpas. I had my Community. uncles. Yeah, of and, and yeah. man, they they would for sure tune me up if I got out of line, and push me to do other things, which was was great. I'm, I'm grateful for them because sure, um, my life could have been completely different had I not had these strong men, who still to this day, um, I can remember them uh, correcting me. Very clearly yeah, yeah. Know, about life.
0: It's interesting, and you probably have examples of this from the wrestling, map, But like I remember coaching lacrosse specifically in the youth. Um, the the boys who who had single mothers, whose moms were dropping them off, mm-hmm. were picking them up. You know, I I remember them challenging me. I remember them. You know, sometimes standing too close, or like they they were looking for that figure. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, and a lot of it just had to do with the father wasn't there full time, mm-hmm. right? Like getting your father of part-time, it's not enough. Right. It's not enough. It's one of the biggest heartbreaks in my life. Right. Right. Um, you know, not being able to be there and nurture and care for uh this thing that I've created. Yeah. And and they're looking for it. They need it, especially in the, the eight, nine, 10 year range. I really right. do believe that they 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 need um, you know, they need those mentors. Yeah, for sure. And and they can get it. We I, I just wonder if it has to do with the fact that communities are so hard to find these
1: days yeah well and so yes you're right so in the wrestling community you have these so in the wrestling community your dad most of the time becomes your coach Mm. and it's not that the coach doesn't want to help you but a lot of times the coach will say the really the tough relationships are the father-son some guys pull it off some some dads can pull it off Um, my older son I was good with Mm -hmm. Tristan not so good with him and i we have like a really the same kind of personality um but you would you would see these younger kids who who didn't have that same thing kind of gravitate towards you and what happens then is you can practice different skill sets different things on these young men and start to change how you handle your own children on the mat i i did not coach tristan very long in wrestling just because we, it, it just, it wasn't working out. We weren't,
0: well, I think that's true. You, you need some help at some point you need to help. I think I reached the same level with Ben, like where I knew that perhaps I was pushing him in a direction that, that, you know, I couldn't coach him anymore. I just couldn't coach him because I was pushing my dream or my yeah. expectation of, him, yeah. of what I was hoping he would become right. Yeah. Like living vicariously through him. Very talented young man, you know, I I knew if I kept pushing I could he would
1: he would just crack. Right. He would just crack. And that's what that's that's such a big thing like that we were talking about Tyler and I that these these changes that you make mm-hmm. as you grow as a dad as you grow as a father are so valuable and they're so real and you have to be in the moment of changing. Right. The version that Braxton got is not the version that Tristan got. The version that their fathers are completely different. I would so Tristan wasn't able to make the weight because I, I didn't stay on top of his diet. I, I would advise him what to do. And I would tell him what to do. I would tell him to drink his water because um, for most of you guys that know, and, and this is just a, a quick synopsis of it, but um, in grappling, there's weight classes, hmm. right? And I think we've already touched on this, that Tyler and I both have cut weight to make our weight classes for yeah. a competition. It's not fun you suffer a little bit, you go through some, you have to do some, some diet stuff. And what the goal is, is to not do it unhealthily. Yeah. So I tell Tristan that Braxton, I would force him to do things that he was not, that he, he could not tell me no, because he trusted what I told him, but it, it was miserable. He suffered and he right. suffered bad. He would make the weight, but it was not healthy. And I was the kind of dad where I'd be like, Nope, you're making the weight. Yeah. And if you don't make the weight, you'll make the weight the next day. Yeah. And this is a good
0: question. And perhaps we'll have an episode just on this topic, but like how much external discipline is needed for someone to build that internal discipline? Oh man.
1: So you have to, yeah, gosh, you have to live your life, your lifestyle changes for, for almost well. And so what we would do is as a family, because Braxton was cutting so hard, we would all make adjustments because yeah. how unfortunate is it for me to sit there and eat a hamburger yeah, in, front in front of him it. when he can eat a piece of chicken yeah. and some salad. So your, right. your external disciplines, I mean, it has to be full buy-in, right? Full yeah. buy-in for this. And I remember thinking, and, and when Tristan was going through wrestling thinking, and I just don't have the energy to, to do that to somebody. Right. Cause what happened was, is, Braxton made it to a very high level. And then when it was his choice, he just stopped. Mm-hmm. He just he stopped wrestling. Hasn't been on the mat. He struggles to get on the mat. Now to this day, Man. you see him, he comes in and he's, he's excited, but he struggles. He struggles to get on there because of his, because it brings up some negative feelings and you hate that. Like you were saying, yeah. uh, you know, you don't want to break your kids of that. Yeah. And so you have to make adjustments Yeah, and, and I'm sure like our listeners and our friends can, can apply this to anything. And, and and sometimes yeah. you get lucky you have a great coach and you then your kids can attach to that coach yeah and man, maybe that kid like soars, right, right. right. and uh it, it's one of those things that you have to you have to you have to discipline yourself as a father to yeah. see these to see these negativities so again it comes back to that taking it full circle
0: I, it wasn't until I had children of my own that I started to Take a, a good moral inventory of what did my father really teach me? Yeah, you know these kids don't come with manuals. So. <laughs> oh man,
1: <laughs> could you imagine they did? Right,
0: awesome. right. Well, I mean, we we have some sort of intu- internal entunement that we've we've witnessed, right? Because we we tend to follow the examples that we have. Yeah. Whether it be other men or other you know, groups of men that are with us, or our own fathers, right? We we are going to replicate that behavior. Because oh yeah, that's for sure, hundred percent. Um, we, we take our own time to rebel. Dad's ideas are stupid. Father's ideas are stupid. I know better than father. Right. Yeah. When we come back as part of our reconciliation process, we have to go back and understand dad wasn't perfect.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So true. It's a hundred percent true. Yeah. 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 Then you realize, then you realize, then you make that, um, even though, like, like we've talked about before, that even though our dads made mistakes, like they just they're just our dads. Yeah, you know they're and you can look at them differently. You can like start to look at your at at your dad different and go, man, I can I can find some some common ground with yeah you, you know, and 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 I'm sure you did the same thing with your dad that I did with my dad. I yep. um I I did have to come to some terms to accept my dad for who he is mm-hmm. for who he is hundred percent he's not going to be the, he is never going to reach the pedestal that I want him to or expect him to. Yeah. And so I have to look at him and accept him for who he is for the man that he is, you know, and, and then be grateful for the fact that he's my dad.
0: Yeah. You have to reframe, right. You have to reframe. It's interesting that the idea of frames and I had this conversation with my, my mother earlier today, but like um, reframing the, the idea that we have, of, of our fathers. Right? right. We, when we talk about framing a picture, as you're taking a, a camera, a picture in a camera, right. You, you frame up the picture and what you capture in that frame is what you, you capture. But if you move it a little bit, you get a completely different,
1: <laughs> different picture. picture.
0: Yeah. Right. And so um, she was asking me today, like how, you know, when you, when, you know, you, she, I sent her a video of somebody doing a muffle choke on me and she was like, were you, were you just resisting that? And I was like, well, you know, what you resist persists. Right. Right. If I resist it, that is not really going to get me anywhere it's just going to get me tired yeah so i have to fight to a better position i have to fight and get my frames underneath me i have to right. change and reframe yeah and and again it just comes back to like this the the concept of framing we have right. to change you know change our position right and like, it can change energy
1: yeah absolutely look, like good frames good frame a good frame like you you take a good picture you look at that picture and you can see and you can put yourself in that in that picture yeah. Same thing with framing any kind of jujitsu move, right? It changes yeah. the energy. Yeah, the, the guy may not be able to put all the energy. He may not be able to get his hand on your mouth and yeah. muffle choke you. E- exactly, <laughs> you know, it's such exactly. a weird thing. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we, whenever you look at those things and you you re, you know what the other thing about that is, is you're able to look back mm-hmm. and take a different look at maybe our childhoods, maybe the situations that we were put in. Mm-hmm. Maybe the fact that our you're able to now forgive and reframe your what your dad was going through because maybe what he was going through he was just in the moment like yeah. he's he was just surviving
0: yeah I think I think for me too as I as I did that inventory as I, I asked myself those questions and I had to sit and take an honest inventory literally sit down I did some journaling um, I found some very good questions inside of uh, Connor Beeson's book Man Talks shout right. out to his podcast and yeah, sure. the work he does huge inspiration here, but, um, as sitting down and actually asking myself these questions, I, I started to have a little bit more compassion, right? I started to see, you know what the resistance I'm feeling is my resistance. Sure. And if I keep resisting it, it's gonna, it's gonna persist, right? If I reframe, then I change the relationship. I, sure. ch- I change the relationship. I'm fighting to better
1: position. Yeah, definitely. I'm
0: fighting to better position. Now I can look at my relationship with my father and I can say, you know, we don't always agree on everything. We have a lot of different conflicting opinions and different views and that's okay. Yeah. You know, but what I do have is a a healthy respect for his very best effort. Right. Because he gave me what he had to give me. Yeah. Right. And, and what I learned is that, you know, those experiences they just led to better self-knowledge, right? better self-awareness, better emotional intelligence.
1: Yeah. And if we, um, if we circle it back to jujitsu, right, yes. what's our number one job to stay healthy? Yeah. Right. And your next job is to not get hurt. Next job, find opportunity. And as we, as you and our listeners, as you look at things that you're not happy with, yeah. Number one thing you have to remember, stay healthy, stay healthy, stay healthy. Look at it from, look at it from healthy eyes, not right. unhealthy eyes. Look Absolutely. at it from eyes and, a uh, um, a position that you can accept fault and not just put blame, right. Which is what I had to do with my dad. Right. And do you, and, and,
0: and do you ever like, do you ever catch yourself in a quiet moment where you're like, where you're like, you you say something, you're like, wait, that sounds like something <laughs> my
1: dad would yeah, always yeah.
0: You know, I had one just the other day. I, I said something like, I work my ass off. And I'm like, I, I could, even in my head, the voice, the, the the voice inside my head was my father's voice. And I'm like, it, it made me chuckle a little bit. Cause he did, he worked his butt off, Yeah, but that was a term he would, he would always use. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm, and I'm grateful for the hard work he, he put in and what he gave me. Um, you know, the next, the next level is for me to do it better. Sure. For me to do it better.
1: Yeah. And you have to, you have to, uh, we have to, like we said, take inventory of where we're at in our lives, mm-hmm. look back on our lives and say, are we making progress? Mm-hmm. Not progress like men climbing that hill. Cause sometimes it's a false summit. Right. Yeah. But looking back and going, man, I'm, I'm still making forward progress. Yep. And as dads and as fathers, we are going to be put on a pedestal that our children are going to want to either mirror and mimic. Mm -hmm. Right. And we got to take what we've learned and what we can grow because like we said, we, we, we are around strong minded men. I, myself, um, was that kid who would attach himself to men who would attach himself to different versions of men that I liked. Um, Sometimes, you know, I had to, I changed some things because um, in my early life I was getting into fights a lot, mm-hmm. but, but my, but that was kind of the, the, the men that I was around I was fighting a lot, you know? Yeah. And now um, I mirror and mimic a lot of the guys that I'm around now. And they're like such good dudes, you know, and they have such good relationship with their children and I watch them and I'm thinking, yeah. I'm so grateful that my boys, like accepted me for my faults, you know, and they're like, they still, um, they'll call me and they, you know, we tell each other, we love each other all the time. And I know that they, that they give me, uh, they give me a pass a lot.
0: (laughs) So, so, you know, Braxton got a different dad than, than trip. Right. What in, in, did you do anything in particular by way of repair or do you feel like you needed to do anything in the repair? Because I feel like obviously, you know, that's one of the markers of a good father is that they, they recognize even in between children that they're, that they're, that they can do better. Right. And and it is unfortunate, you know, that each child does kind of get their own experience with dad, but like it's also their ability to build their own frame. But what responsibility do you have as a father to go back and, and, you know, reconcile and repair?
1: Sure. So, so, so me personally, um, Braxton and I had lots of conversations, lots of, Sometimes very frustrated, anger, um, angry conversations from Braxton's side because he did not like some of the things that I did. So if you hear those things from your children, if you hear those for things from people, you have to not reflect. Mm-hmm. Do not reflect that. Like, listen. One thing that I learned from, and I can't remember the book, and it, and it might have been from our friend um, Audrey. But it was to give children the voice, give them a voice, Mm -hmm. and then take what they're saying and don't think about it as negative. Just listen to their voice and give them a voice. And I remember thinking, you know, I'm just going to give them a voice. Just listen. Whatever they say, I'm not going to take any kind of emotion on it. I'm just going to listen to them. And once I started to do that with Braxton especially, he was able to really let me know how he felt through those early years, through those years. Cause he still tells to to this day, he really enjoyed wrestling. Yeah. He really loved wrestling. And he was really good at it. Yeah. And um, the things that he hated the most was cutting.
0: He's and he's, he's a very self-disciplined person, right? Very self-disciplined, right? Like I, I, the few interactions I've had with him, I'm like really impressed Yeah, by that. Um, that trait in him. Yeah,
1: he is. He, he, and he strives to be the best in everything. Mm -hmm. He won a bunch of awards through the military so far because he was the best he, and he, and he, and that is something that we instilled in him. But the way that we did was by way of like, um, force and, 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 Mm -hmm. and, and, and struggling wrestling teaches you those struggles in the first place. Right. Yeah. And so, after Braxton and I had those conversations, all I did was self-reflect. I self-reflected and then I made changes by one. Anytime I see Tristan, um, cause Tristan and I train, you know, we train a- almost every day with each other right, in Jiu-Jitsu. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I tell Tristan all the time, if you ever feel like it's your dad mm-hmm. training with you, if you ever feel like I'm bringing something from what happened at home, onto the mat, let me know. Yeah. Because at that moment I'll stop. Because that's not fun for him. He's just gonna think that I'm his dad trying to kick his ass. Yeah. Because yeah. he did he wouldn't clean his room up at all. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean not not that I could kick Tristan's ass anymore because <laughs> he's uh he's talented. But he'll I can feel when he feels my energy is off. Yeah. And I'll just make those changes because it's not fair to him. And he's 19 so he can't really he can't really formulate the words yeah. like a 20 five-year-old 26 year old Braxton yeah. can formulate to me you know Yeah,
0: the, the emotional intelligence so having excuse me having some emotional intelligence um, in yourself yeah. to know when to let your child talk uh, and, and listen set sure. your ego aside yeah. man sounds sounds familiar right just like <laughs> yeah, you're stepping yeah. on the mat right yeah, like right. you set your ego aside with your children yeah um, and and listen to what they have to say
1: yeah and and for you especially for you especially like because so I only have the boys, but you have two girls, then Ben in the middle. Yeah. So you have Bryn yep. who's older. Yep. Your first child. And so you made some mistakes with Bryn, and then you have Ben, but then you have Cozy. Yeah. So there your relationships with those three are like completely different,
0: right? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And and gender specific, like I am prepared fully prepared as a father to always be there as a father, as a dad, to Brin and cozy. Right. Right. Like, and, th- and that would mean like flying out there to protect them from something or, you know, picking them up to give them advice or helping them shop for cars. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ben, I know at some point I have to push him out of the nest yeah. and say, you have to fly on your own a little bit because you have to repeat this process. Right. Um, whether or not that's uh, the correct gender roles. <laughs> today, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but that's just what I'm prepared to do. No, right. Yeah. Like, Um, It is, it is very different. They, not only they get a different father, they, they get a little bit different version of me because uh, as uh, what John Mayer says, fathers be good to your daughters.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, and you want, you want your girls to find men who are like you.
0: Yeah. Better than me. But yeah. Like, I mean, I want somebody that, you know, has the qualities that, that I have as a man. And so I'll be damned if I'm not pushing myself to be the best version of myself all the time. Um, but yeah, I also want Ben to be that man for, for some, for some young lady at some point. Mm -hmm. So,
1: and, and we, as we, um, go on these roles and I, and we reflect back to our, our audience, I think like we're old school. We, we definitely are old school (laughs) with our, our thoughts. Yeah. We have old school thinking with new school thoughts of like, find mentors. Yeah. Find people of, if you had a great father, man, thank him. Yeah. If you had a father that you're like, thank you. Cre- thank you for giving me this, 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 this platform to be better than you. Yeah.
0: If you yeah. didn't have a good father, create an inventory. Any,
1: yeah. Create an inventory,
0: create an inventory of, of what it is and find out what you're resisting Find out what you're resisting. Find out what the shadow is, and and address it. Yeah, deal with it.
1: It reminds me of that uh, on Big Daddy. I don't know if everybody's seen Big Daddy, but uh, <laughs> Spoiler if alert. you remember, like uh, the, he's talking to the kid, and they're seeing a guy walk past, and I can't remember exactly what they say to him, but the guy snaps <laughs> at him, and he's like, Rah! and. Adam Sandler says it's okay. You're not mad at me. You're mad at your dad. And the guy goes, "I am mad at my dad." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, and you think, yeah. "What are you mad at your dad about?" And can you give him a pass? Yeah. Can you give him a break? Um, I, I my relationship with my dad is it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's better. We we still uh, I'll talk to him maybe twice a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just because we don't have that relationship. Yeah. Where where I, we, we, where I call him for dad advice. Yeah. There are some men that I call for, for advice. Um, luckily I have some, some men that I'm still able to, to reach out to. Um, uh, my grandfathers are both one passed away and then my, my, my grandpa, um, my mom's dad, he's still there. He's great. He, yeah. he'll ask me how we're doing in jujitsu and stuff and, yeah. and he loves it. He was a boxer okay. uh, for the Navy and he loves fighting that kind of thing. So, um, make sure you have that mentor. Make sure you have the, the people around you that you can mirror and mimic when you take inventory that you can fill those little voids or, or, or encourage the growth that you already have when you're being a dad. Um, if you are making mistakes, remember like your children are going to be just get different versions of their dad. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, in the, we're in Utah. So, um, there, the a lot of people have a lot of kids. I would think giggle because what if you have one that's like there's a 20 year gap between your children, right? You know, and the last kid is like he's getting raised by the oldest kids, you yeah. know, yeah, especially like because like, we're in Utah, and the, <laughs> those of you in Utah, you'll get the yeah, the eight kid families that happens, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. And uh, and and just going back, like I know, like Tyler was talking about his dad, I met his dad at uh, Bryn's party. And, Mm-hmm. He was great. He he, he
0: No, I I I definitely have had my own Rocky, my own Rocky Rebellion and my own um you know, I'm smarter than you, but I think at the end of the day like I have to accept him for for what he gave me and I do accept him. I I appreciate the the quality of hard work, um the love and the care and uh yeah, it 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 hasn't always it hasn't always been easy. Sure, i I'm sure I'm haven't always been the easiest son to love, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Like um, but I have had to, to come full circle and, and, and realize he didn't have an instruction manual. Yeah, he didn't. And, Nobody's uh,
1: given an instruction manual. As
0: much as I let myself off the hook, I need to let the people in my life that I care about and that I, I want in my life off the hook is fine. Well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Don't tap them. Like, no, don't, yeah. don't break the arm. Don't break the arm. <laughs> and whenever uh Doug comes into town, let him drive your Bronco and yeah. have a good time with it. I don't know. He's <laughs> got to let me
0: drive the vet though. That's yeah. gotta be the swap. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, um, no, this, this is a good one. Um, yeah, appreciate, appreciate it. Yeah, we uh, appreciate the conversation. Yeah, for it's sure. And uh, let's
0: wrap up this episode with uh, what's next.
1: Yeah, so uh, let's see. We have a couple things. Um, we will be doing the 10, Utah 1033rd Foundation, uh, the fundraiser this weekend. It's Saturday, and it starts at 6 p.m. We uh, have the open mat, 6 to 8. It's uh, $10 to get in, $10 to the open mat, so adults only. And come in, uh, all academies, all affiliates, all um, jiu practitioners, welcome. Uh, let's let's try to build, fill the mats and yep. fill that. It's a family-friendly event. We're going to have live bands, food. Um, Happy hamburgers. Happy hamburgers, yeah. yes. Yes, uh, Man, I've heard so much about oh, it. They're so delicious. Yeah, so we have uh, Purple Belt Patrick from the Lehigh Academy, and they, they have their own hamburgers. This, I've heard from multiple people, Even yeah. professor, even Professor said yesterday, how good could a hamburger be? Right. And then he goes, man, it was a good hamburger. It
0: was a great hamburger. It <laughs> was a great hamburger. Yeah, I bet if he sells enough hamburgers, we can talk him into selling fries. too. <laughs>
1: awesome. I, Let's don't do I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so the two bands we're going to have there, um, I've heard are really good. And so we got Hail Mary. Hail Mary. And then uh, I'm going to mess up the other name, Holly and something. Holly and Paul. We'll okay.
0: Shout them out. Socials. We'll
1: yeah. shout them out on socials. We'll, we'll figure it out. And then, Um, let's see here. We're in the next couple of weeks. We're still working on our men's group. Yep. We will be doing, uh, coaching seminars, yep. Uh, breathing workshops. And we still want to have our fans and friends, our, uh, anybody come out, give us some ideas, give us some content. Mm -hmm. Um, let us know what you're, let us know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. If you're struggling, hit us up on socials. You can always hit up uh, Lost, Boy
0: Scouts, <laughs> Lost sure. Boy Scouts on Instagram, <laughs> fa- uh, Facebook, Twitter,
1: uh, email, website. We're all there. Uh, Danny, where do they get a hold of you? So I'm still uh, compassionate underscore gentleman and then train uh, Park City, Jujitsu. You guys know that uh, Lehigh and uh, uh, at the Park City Academy sundays open mat if you have any ideas you want to come show us your jiu-jitsu come show us your techniques yeah um come give us some insight of what we may say that you're
0: you disagree happy about with, yeah.
1: disagree with yeah, yeah. we're interested <laughs>
0: <laughs> or uh, hit us up in the comments uh, thank you all for for your time appreciate you yeah.
1: take care see you guys next appreciate you see you buddy